The only thing left to say is I've had a love affair with the fans and the people in the state of Indiana. We call ourselves Hoosiers, and they've been very supportive. It's a love affair that has gone on for years since I was at Indiana University. And I wish that it could last forever, but I know better than that. This morning, the Pacers organization lost a legend. Bobby Slick Leonard, at the age of 88, passed away. Slick spent more than 50 years with the Pacers organization as a championship coach and broadcaster. His impact to the organization and the city is immeasurable. In the next 30 minutes, we will tell those stories and honor the legend of a Hall of Famer, Slick Leonard. Welcome to the Kroger pregame show. I'm Pat Boylan. Joining us now is Mark Boyle. And, Mark, I don't really even want to ask you any questions because I kind of want you to just take it stream of consciousness your thoughts on slick and the passing and what is a, a certainly a sad day a very sad day but if we take a step back and try to look at the big picture which today is a little bit difficult i think we would all appreciate and understand the enormous impact that he has had on those of us that knew him individually those that didn't but saw him coach and before that play those that saw his passion for the franchise, his passion for the city, his passion for the state. For those of us that worked with him saw firsthand how much he cared about the players and the coaches and everybody involved with this place. He was an icon, not just because of what he accomplished, but because of who he was and how he treated people. Patty was 88 years old, so we knew this day was coming. We didn't know it would be today, and we're all dealing with grief in our own way. But at the same time, I think I speak for most, if not all of us, when I say, even though we're heartbroken, we are still basking in the glow of Slick Leonard. It will not leave even though he's gone. You have said before that the highlight of your career was getting to work with him. Why? Well, there's no one reason. He's a great guy. That's obvious. But he's just so real and so passionate. Uh, you know, if I were going to evaluate, if I walked in from outer space and heard a broadcast, I'm not going to tell you he was a great broadcaster. That's not the point. He wasn't a great broadcaster, but he was a great communicator, which I guess when you get down to it is sort of the same thing. You could hear his enthusiasm, his passion, and he wasn't just a homer. When things went bad, he was angry, and fans could relate to that. That's what I think I got out of working with him. You know, at, at this level, especially when you're getting to a level where you work with people who have accomplished a lot in the industry. Now, Slick's accomplishments were on the floor or on the sidelines. He was not an accomplished broadcaster. This was his first broadcast opportunity. So he was different than the rest of us. Most of us are just broadcasters, and we love our teams, or we love to see our cities or states or franchises do well. But his connection went way beyond anything I'd ever experienced. I learned a lot from him, not just about basketball, but about connecting with people, which, by the way, I was never able to take advantage of, but I, I did learn things. Uh, he was just a marvelous, one-of-a-kind guy who would do anything for you. Um, you know, and I don't think this is an exaggeration. If it weren't for Slick and Nancy, there would
would be no Indiana Pacers. And if there were no Indiana Pacers, there would be no Bankers Life Fieldhouse. And if there were no Bankers Life Fieldhouse, would there be an Indianapolis Colts or a Lucas Oil Stadium or a vibrant downtown? Maybe yes, maybe no. But that Leonard family certainly had a key role in what the town of India or the city of Indianapolis is. Their legacy is statewide. Their impact as far as basketball is concerned is felt throughout the country. Uh, and it's really an immeasurable loss for us. You worked with him for so long. I'm wondering if you caught yourself going back and thinking about maybe earlier memories. Oh, I, I so many. I we we paired. I worked with Clark Kellogg in '88, my first year, and then I was alone for the next several years, except for the playoffs. I worked one year with Billy Keller, one year with Jerry Seesting, one year with George McGinnis, and so on. So. I get with Slick in the 94 playoffs. It was Larry Brown's first year. And I knew him, but I'd never worked with him for any extended period. Well, the Pacers had their first long playoff run that year, made it to the conference finals, and then we were permanently paired together after that for the next 27 years. But here's a story. 94 conference finals. I knew the guy. I knew his passion. But we're in Game 7, Madison Square Garden. Series tied three apiece. At the end of the third quarter, the Pacers were ahead or behind by two or four. Anyway, it was going to be decided in the fourth quarter. And he says to me, this is back in the day when we're courtside at the Garden. He says, I'm too nervous. I need to go smoke a cigarette. So he left. He came back with about two minutes to go in the fourth quarter. I don't know where he was. He was so nervous. He couldn't stay there and watch the fourth quarter. I have a million memories about Slick and working with him, but... I consider him more a friend than a colleague, and I've got just as many off the floor. Uh, even when you know something's coming, it's still jarring. It's it's just heartbreaking. Uh, and I feel for Nancy and the kids and the rest of the family and the people that knew him better than I did. Uh, it's, it's a blow to all of us. And the reason it resonates, I think, with all of us, because even if you didn't know him, Pat, even if you weren't fortunate enough to know him and spend time with him, you felt like he did, like you did, because he just connected with you. Yeah. He had that kind of, a, of an impact on people. That's Mark Boyle. Mark, we appreciate you sharing those thoughts, those memories. And Mark's going to join us a little bit later with owner Steve Simon to get his perspective on the passing of a legend, the Hall of Famer, Slick Leonard. Here is the statement from Herb Simon. Quote, Pacers fans will remember Bobby Slick Leonard as the spirit of our franchise with a charisma, intensity, and wit to match his nickname. Slick made us champions. He was our biggest fan and our most loving critic and he personified Pacers basketball for generations of Hoosier families. Most importantly though Slick and Nancy are our family and his passing leaves an unfillable void in the hearts of everyone associated with this organization. We keep the entire Leonard family in our prayers and we recognize and honor Slick for what he meant to our state both on and off the court. But that ball, ball game went down to the final seconds. Final seconds. And I got fouled. I'm on the line for two free throws. Fog Allen was the coach at Kansas. He called a timeout. Let me think about it for a while. And he did the right thing. Because when I got on the free throw line for, for that first one, I went to choke city like you can't believe. <laughs> but I may have made the next one and we hung on. And, and beat Kansas 69-68 for the national championship. So we're in a dressing room, and all the media's in there, and they're over there talking to my coach, who's a Hall of Famer, Branch McCracken. And after they got through with him, they came over to talk to me. 
And they said, we were talking to Coach McCracken, and he said, you had ice water in your veins. I said, baby, if that was ice water, it sure as hell felt awful warm when it was running down my leg. <laughs> to the Kroger pregame show in 2014. The Hall of Famer Slick Leonard was finally inducted into the Hall of Fame. Here are highlights of that memorable speech. Welcoming Slick to the Hall of Fame are Larry Bird and Mel Daniels. Ladies and gentlemen, Bobby Slick Leonard. I may not be the oldest guy that's ever been inducted into the Hall of Fame. But I'll bet I'm in the top five. <laughs> and if, if it hadn't been for Jerry Coangelo, Pat, I'd be over at the hotel with those autograph seekers trying to get autographs from all these guys. It's been a great career. It's been a great career starting out in in Terre Haute, Indiana. It's a time to remember those that got us where we are tonight. And I've often said, you know, for me, it took a while, but I'm going out in style. I saved uh, the best for last, the most important thing to me. You know, when I was at IU in the fall of 1950, I met my wife, Nancy. We just had our 60th wedding anniversary. The only thing left to say is I've had a love affair with the fans and the people in the state of Indiana. We call ourselves Hoosiers, and they've been very supportive. It's a love affair that has gone on for years since I was at Indiana University. And I wish that it could last forever, but I know better than that. So as I look around this room, the Lord has had his hand on my shoulder. Now here's what I hope for all of you, that the Lord puts his hand on your shoulder and blesses you all the years of your life. Thank you. We continue to remember Slick Leonard in a moment on the Ascension St. Vincent Radio Network. continue to remember Slick Leonard, who passed this morning, a member of this broadcast team for over 30 years, the Pacers organization for over 50 years, but he had such a personality and such a lighthearted way on these broadcasts that we felt like it would only truly do him service to highlight some of those. Well, I'll 
tell you one thing, the Bobby Leonard Enterprises player of the game <laughs> is Kyle O'Quinn. What exactly is Bobby Leonard Enterprise? Well, I just went into business. I see. And what is it you manufacture? You want to join in with me? Uh, I don't know. I don't know if I can trust. I don't know if I can trust. Change your name of it. No, no, it's not the name that bothers me. I don't know what you're selling. I don't know what you're offering. It seems a little shady to me. It is. This game's gonna drive me nuts, Mark. Looks like it already has. That's it. That's it, Saboni. Take it right at him. You know, one thing I see over there right now, I don't know who came up with the idea of putting those uh, things on your on the uniform where you can cover your head up. So say that again. What are, what are, what are you the talking hoods. about? The hoods. Oh, the hoods on the, the warm-up uh, on the I, You know, you're inside at 75 degrees where you need a hood on there. How about style slick? Let's ask Pat. He's young and hip. What is, uh, what's What's the thing with the hoodies? With uh, the I don't know what is what is with that, but I also can't imagine why you'd want that indoors. Yeah, me either. Very good, Pat. <laughs> Very good. Thank you. <laughs> Got it down to seven. Your defense is terrible. <laughs> that was Dinwiddie, and that's about as bad a foul as you'll ever see. You, you just don't do that. You don't do that, Dinwiddie. Or Dumbwitty. <laughs> is that a hat that Peyton's got on? No, Slick, you can't wear hats. I swear he's got a hat on. He always had a way to make you laugh. We are still going to be remembering Slick Leonard throughout the Kroger pregame show. Owner Steve Simon joins us a little bit later. Bill Benner, longtime columnist for the Indy Star, later in his career was with Pacers Sports and Entertainment and a friend of Slick's. He will join the show next on the Ascension St. Vincent Radio Network. Benner was a longtime sports writer and columnist for the Indianapolis Star. He covered the Pacers extensively later in his career. Uh, he joined Pacers Sports and Entertainment and had a close relationship with Slick Leonard. Bill, we appreciate your time and your perspective here. Uh, what went through your mind when you heard the news this morning that Slick had passed? Well, the first was grief. Uh, immediately brought tears to my eyes. and I, I had to hug my wife and study myself for a, uh, for a moment. Um, <laughs> Because Pat, I thought Slick would live forever. Uh, he was—he just had such. Um, a ze even in his later years, he still had such a zest for life and living um, that I thought he'd li outlive us all. And I never really have to reflect on a on a life extremely well lived. But um, past the sadness, I take great comfort. Uh, and knowing that he was a, a great friend, he was somebody that I got to cover. He was my boyhood idol back when he was winning the national championship at IU. He was somebody that I got to cover as a as a beat writer for the Pacers in the ABA and then in the NBA days. I was there when he and Nancy saved the Pacers through the telethon. And then later, uh, he and Nancy became close personal friends with my wife, Sherry and I. And so uh, I put all that into that perspective and I'm just honored and blessed to have known this wonderful, wonderful man. 
I think so many people know the basketball player and the coach and the broadcaster. How would you describe Slick Leonard the person? Uh, he had um, he loved God. He had a great appreciation for family, for life, for the love of his fellow human being. Um, Pat, if he told me he loved me once, he told me he loved me uh, dozens of times, uh, un unsolicited. Not that I was looking for that, but that's just that's just how he was. Um, I love you, Billy, and I I heard that I hear that phrase uh, coming from his his lips, you know, right now. Um, he was just a beautiful, beautiful man. A wonderful, wonderful, <laughs> great sense of humor. And most of the jokes and stories that he told were on him. Uh, and so he was, um, he was just, um, an amazing, amazing man who, uh, appreciated everything that he had, he had gained in life from such humble beginnings to become the revered Hoosier that he was, is, and was. Bill Benner is with us, and Bill, I want to close with this because I think you might be able to give it better perspective than perhaps anyone. Uh, what impact did he have not only on the franchise, not only on basketball, but on the city of Indianapolis and the sports landscape um, in the city and in the state? Pat, if not for the success of the ABA Pacers winning three championships in the Fairgrounds Coliseum, there may never have been a downtown Market Square Arena. If there had never been a downtown Market Square Arena and the subsequent telethon and the entry into the NBA and the telethon to save the Pacers, we might never have had the Colts. We might never have had the Amateur Sports Initiative. We might never have become the Amateur Sports Capital of the World. We might not ever have become a Super Bowl host, an NCAA Final Four host eight times, uh, the home to the NCAA headquarters. All that you can trace back to Bob and to, to a great extent, Nancy Leonard. They uh, were the mother and father of everything that has taken place since and will take place in the future uh, through sports and Indianapolis. You cannot credit them enough. Bill, thank you so much for your time, your perspective, and your insight here. Pat, I am just honored to, uh, to be part of this and Humbled to have known such a great Hoosier, Bobby Slick Leonard. Thank you. And a thanks to Bill Benner for joining us. When we return, owner Steve Simon will join the Kroger pregame show. This is the Ascension St. Vincent Radio Network. Welcome back inside Bankers Life Fieldhouse. It is the Pacers and the Clippers tonight as we continue to honor and remember the Hall of Famer Slick Leonard. I'm Pat Boylan. Let's send it over to Mark Boyle. Thank you, Pat. The Simons have owned the team since the early 80s. And so Herb and Mel and now Steve and the Simon family have known Slick for a long, long time. Steve joins us now via telephone from his home in California, the organization issued a statement earlier today steve but i wanted to get your personal thoughts just let's start with that what do you think of when you think of slick leonard his impact on the franchise and our community well man what a sad day for uh the state of indiana and uh pacers and um you know i think of love in my heart i tell you um 
I even cry with you on the phone today, Mark. You know, I, uh, I, you know, I think all of us like it's hard to adequately describe the love so many people um, felt for for Slick. Um, you know, he was a giant. Like he was such a figure larger than life, but it, as a human, you know, uh, the accolades are incredible. And um, but I think you mentioned in your beautiful piece, like he made everyone feel like they were at the center of the universe when they were with him. He was incredibly present and engaged, and um, that could be a fan off the street. And uh, of course, people who had the you know incredible honor to to know him more intimately and and be with him. So uh, I I can't even tell you, but I have you know on behalf of me and Herb and the entire Simon family and everyone at PSNE, we want to again tell Nancy and the and the entire Leonard family how uh, we send our deepest condolences. We're here from them. Anything they need and. Uh, you know, I was just grateful to um, me and me and Rick Houston got to speak with Nancy this morning, and she's just, you know, not only is Slick amazing, but without Nancy, Slick is who knows. Like uh, th- she is as amazing and uh, a beautiful human as, as of course Slick is. So we send them the best, and we're here for them. Is it possible for you, Steve, from the perspective of being part of the ownership group? to help us understand the impact the Leonard's had on the franchise? I mean, you know, again, I think we're just stewards. You know, when I think of, of Pacer basketball, I mean, Slick is above any entity, you know, not only as, his, you know, you know, the incredible three championships and, and what he did for the franchise, but what he and Nancy did, I was telling my mom, I took my mom, it's a cycle of life. Slick, we lost Slick and got to take my mother for her 82nd birthday lunch today outside and I was telling her the story like of you know when the tips were down and him and Nancy uh, and everyone involved in the organization at that time of course pre-dating up stayed up all night raising money like they were they they um, you know he was bigger than the franchise you know we we um, and uh, meant everything in the world to us. And, and just on a personal level, you know, you're my friend. But the, watching you guys have this incredible relationship for 25, 27 years, whatever it's been, it's been just amazing to see and how, you know, you and me and all his, you know, his players and everybody would check in on him and just, just, um, cherish him and and his loyalty for not only the franchise but but iu of course his pedigree at iu and the pacers but all the everybody who played for him like that's a lesson on how to build beautiful human connections and stay loyal and um and help people along the journey but you know he he was just i can't tell you i can't even adequately describe you know what he meant to um you know thousands and thousands and thousands of people every time i think about this i smile and i'm going to ask you about it we've never actually discussed it but you and he shared the same passion for the team and i know that you became very close and shared many a late night phone call following a frustrating loss or an exhilarating win what were those phone calls like when you and he just spoke one-on-one as friends well sometimes i was lamenting to him and complaining to him 
and then other times he would complain to me and I would sort of, <laughs> I would comfort him. But I have to say, I think I mentioned when you called me this morning and told me, but I am so grateful that our beloved blue and gold, in my opinion, laid an egg last Tuesday against the Bulls because, you know, we talked not as much as, you know, as you guys did, but, you know, probably once a month we'd have a kibitz. And I just talked to him a few weeks before, but after that loss, I was so, um, I was so uh, in distress, which, you know, happens when you love a, a, a franchise and organization so much. I called last Tuesday on my way home and, you know, we talked about the game, but we got again to talk about life and I got to tell him I loved him one more time. And, you know, um, in the last years, you know, we talked basketball, but it was really, um, you know, he was, he was giving me life lessons too about how to, you know, have deep lasting relationships and, and care for people, you know, how family comes first, but just how to be a compassionate human. Of course, there was all the amazing stories. I mean, I know you, you and everybody got to be around him, the amazing stories of this, of his history, but it was really so much more poignant and reflective of the last number of years because, um, I mean, you know, my father, Herb Simon's the same way, but how, you know, how they treat everybody the same, you know, um, um, it's just, a, it's just, uh, what a way to live to just be, um, you know, to see everyone as the same and, and, um, as a relationship or a connection or just a moment in life to cherish. That's Steve Simon. The Simon family has owned the Pacers now for nearly 40 years. Steve, kind enough to share his memories of Slick Leonard. My friend, always a pleasure. We'll talk soon. Thank you. God bless, Mark. Take care. Steve Simon, Pat. All right, Mark and Steve, thank you. And we want to thank all of our guests who joined us here as we honor Slick Leonard in the Kroger pregame show. The Pacers and Clippers are tipping off soon. We, however, will close out this show in the only way that felt appropriate.